up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the PG Sports Podcast. Our special guest today is Ari Chambers. Hey, what's Hello. up? Hello. How's it going? I'm great. How are you doing? Here. Huh? Oh, yeah, I think you're delayed. Like, Am I? Oh, yikes. No, I think you're good now. Am I clear? You're clear. What's up, Kareem? <clears throat> um... Yeah, I haven't been on this in, in like two weeks, so <laughs> had to get used to it again real quick. Totally fine. So what's uh what's new in your world? You know, just fighting against racial injustice and being a black woman in America. So that's what I'm doing now. <laughs> Have been, you know, almost thirty years, but yeah, it's different this this go round. I hope we're making strides toward the better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it seems sort of getting more positive. Hopefully, hopefully. Not even positivity, just hopefully it's going in the right direction to reform. So yeah. that's, that's where I'm at. I'm just like, at least at least people are aware and paying attention and fighting for what's right this time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, so I have some questions lined up. Well, actually, well, it's sort of like questions. Like, basically, uh-huh. it's... Uh, some things that you said last year. So I'm gonna see if you remember. Or first we'll go over first we'll go over do you remember like what your predictions were for the WNBA two thousand nine? Not at all. Probably the Sparks, but not at all. <laughs> okay. All right, so I'll just say these so rookie of the year you said Asian Durr. Oh, so yeah, injured. 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 But, not my fault. Not my fault. Injured. <laughs> no but no, but did did you did pretty good because you said MVP. You said uh, Deladon. Mm-hmm. Check check. And then you said the championship would be LA versus the Mystics, but you picked LA, so that was close. I was close. I was close. I, I don't know what happened with the Sparks that that you know last year. We're not gonna talk about that last go round, but I was close. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we did it in uh, we did it in like March too, or maybe before that. Yep, see? I be knowing. I be knowing. <laughs> so, that's definitely most improved player. You said Amanda Zowie B. And she did improve. She did. She sure <laughs> did. <laughs> uh, and then defensive player, you said a big, and it was uh, Natasha Howard. So, you got that one right, too. I be knowing. I didn't ask, I didn't ask coach or six women, so that was just on me. And Derek has showed up and showed out. I would have said, you know, you know. <laughs> All right. So, so since the season is happening now, apparently, mm-hmm. now, now I want, now I want your 2020 predictions. You know what? I can't even do predictions right now. I'm not going to lie to you because I don't know who's going to opt in. Right? We have we have until the 25th to figure out who's actually playing. So that's just going to be a interesting situation because you you really never know who's going to play who's not going to play there's been rumors uh like I know that there's been like rumbling about people who are going forth with it and who don't want to play so you just never know the construct of that and now it's like a, a really big difference because nobody has technical home court advantage so how can you even make a prediction like that I thought it would be the mystics but now because of um the situation that you know has presented itself i'm not necessarily convinced i think the most on the page on the same page team right now is connecticut sun and they have a new big three so like i i really feel like they're gonna they're gonna go far 
Um, but again, condensed season. Uh, a lot of these teams bank on waves of things, and you don't necessarily have that same situation where they can afford a slump or a high um, coming into this because there are only 22 games as opposed to in the 30s. So, who knows? I'm not. I still I – need, I need something, though. Frick. Okay. So, <laughs> I think that right now Connecticut's my front runner to win. Um most in how about how about rookie MVP? of the because I feel like rookie of the rookie year. Uh, I still stand by Kennedy Carter. Um, I think that Atlanta will be showing up in the um, in Florida. So I think that I mean they're all gonna all teams are gonna show up but as far as individuals from this. But I think that Kennedy Carter will make the most noise. I think that uh, she might be slightly affected by the fact that there aren't going to be fans because I know she thrives under like that pressure and that energy. Um, so that's going to be interesting, but that's that's my rookie of the year. I said it, you know, weeks ago. I still stand by that. Uh, hopefully, hopefully she can turn it around for Atlanta um, because that's a team that's really confused me in the past 365 days from going so far um, in the 2018 season and then uh, kind of plummeting 2019. Uh, hopefully they got their culture worked out. And I know that a lot of people um, in Atlanta or who play for Atlanta have been working out like uh, frequently um, to maintain their shape. So hopefully uh, that will resonate with um, the season coming up. So okay. Uh, what about, we'll just go in these, uh, what about in the finals? We'll just go that and now that, that's it. Okay. Chicago, Connecticut. All right. I'll take it. Okay. So you, you also named five people. Well, you named more than five. I think you named six that you wanted to do interviews with. So I'm going to ask you if you did any of these. Okay. Uh, Sydney Colson. I sure did. It's my girl. <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl Swoops. You said you wanted to do something I just, like. I just love bothering her. Um, have yet to interview her, but I love like being in her presence and just being like, auntie, and then just getting on her nerves. Okay, what about, you said you want to do a fun segment with Stephanie Dolson. I have yet to do that. Steph, if you're out there, just know that I want to talk to you. Maybe right, have like a dance party with her. <laughs> I think you tweeted out today, uh, you said you want to do something with Kurt Miller's socks. I love his sock selection. Does nobody else pay attention to his sock selection? Like every single game in Connecticut, because you know, I go to Connecticut frequently. I actually used to be their backup in arena host, but Going to Connecticut and seeing Kurt jump up and down in his little suit and seeing those socks pop up, I'm like, look at Kurt go. And it's always a different sock. It's always like some outlandish pattern that you just love to see. So I, Kurt Miller's socks rock my world. <laughs> and then you said uh, Nikki Collin. Love her. She's fun. Always has a nice little did you get miracle. I've never really interviewed her because I'm, I'm very player centric. Um, but I like Nikki. I, mm. If I had a chance to do a fun piece on her, I would. Um, I probably can. But uh, right now, I'm really focused on telling the player stories in particular because I feel like there's so many out there that still haven't been told. And, and, and if Nikki comes in and wants to tell her story too, I wouldn't be opposed to coaches' stories either. Okay. All right. What about this? I asked you what three jerseys you wanted that you didn't have. Do you remember what three things you said? Well, one one of them wasn't a jersey. 
I have no idea what I said because I have a lot of jerseys. <laughs> that, that's what that was one of the things you said, <laughs> but <laughs> but you said there was one specific WNBA player that you said you wanted that you didn't have. Which one? You got you got a guess. Uh, uh, that I said that I wanted that I don't have. Huh? Yeah. I have a lot of words. Um, mm, ah, mm, mm. Can you tell me what team? <laughs> would that give it away? No, that'd be too. I would say, like the general public, really knows who she is. The general public really knows. Is it Liz? No, no, it's a it's a retired player. Oh, a retired player. Um. I have Lisa's. Uh, I have Cheryl's. Did well, I? Then you must have here because that, that was it. Was it Lisa? Lisa? Oh, Lisa. yeah. I have Lisa's. I'm good. I'm good. You must have got it in the past year. I, I must have. I thought I've been had it. I guess not. But eBay holds it down. Um, I get all my jerseys from eBay and they're really cheap, shockingly. So I just rack it up. Do you remember the other two or not? Not at all. <laughs> One one was a rapper's jersey. Was it anything Lil Wayne? Because that just seems about right up my alley. Nope. Who was it? Someone that well, I don't know if Lil Wayne played high school basketball, but it was oh, Jake Paul. Yeah. Jake Paul. I would love his jersey. I would to this day. His NC all day to the death of me. Hey, there you go. And then you said uh, Simone Simone Biles leotard. I would love her leotard, even though it would not fit me at all. But Simone Biles leotard, that's some dope behavior right there. <laughs> actually, yeah, actually, the other question that I wanted to ask you, oh, not even, it's not even a question, but you always say, like, Ja Rule is your favorite rapper, right? Period. Period. I love to know. Actually, Lil Wayne is, but Ja Rule is top five for me, and nobody agrees with me, and I don't understand. <laughs> I love Ja Rule, and I'll go to the end of the earth for that man. And I have to meet him. I have to meet him this year, literally this year. Make it happen. Anybody knows Ja Rule, please let him know. I stand. So people make fun of you because of that, right? All the time, all the time. But it's fine because I, I said what I said, Ja Rule over anything, like period, like, don't, that's the judgment. Everybody's like, <laughs> we gotta talk. No, I said yeah, what I said. So I said what I freaking said. Ja Rule's great. If anybody knows Ja Rule, please make it happen. Leave him in the fire festival alone. It's not his fault. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I brought that up because my favorite rapper is Nelly, and everyone always makes fun of me for that. Nelly's great, too. We saw the verses, even though he was a little off his rocker on the verses. But, like, Nelly, don't disrespect the rappers of the, like, yeah, late Nelly 90s, has early hits, right? 2000s. That was, like, my... Nelly has hits just like Ja Rule has hits. I'm telling y'all, go to the end of the earth for that man. Ja Rule over, well, mostly anybody. I love Wayne. Because I'm from the South, and Wayne is, like, our... Wayne is, like, the end-all, be-all, but he's been saying some ignorant things, like, lately. So we're just like, oh, Wayne, come on. We're trying to support you. But, um, yeah, Wayne is, like, my goat. All right, man, I feel you. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess he's, yeah, I guess he, we're old. Like, I guess he's in the childhood. <laughs> Wayne is everything. Rule is everything. Um, 
Oh yeah, what did what did you think about Little Wayne uh, interviewing Kennedy Carter? Oh, I loved it. I love the fact that he's a fan of Kennedy Carter. We saw this happen with Skylar Diggins Smith, like back when she was in Notre Dame and she ended up in the league. He's always been a fan of women's basketball, and I think that that's really dope when you see rappers like him and Snoop Dogg who just show genuine support. I love that Kennedy's country as hell, and and Wayne is too, and so they had that little cute bond there. But just for for her to be on the show, for her him to make it a point to to call her into that, even though she's not even with Young Money, she she just I mean he just has an appreciation for. Her. Um, but I sure did put it on my TV and watch them talk, and I I just think that that's just dope. I think it's dope. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, what what's your what's your take on the uh, on the bubble in general? Um, I think that it's necessary to have a season uh, for financial reasons uh, and the trajectory that like the energy that was going into the W season, that's something that you can't um, make up. And I would hate to not have a season and the bubble is the safest way to do it. Um, But I do love the option that the players can opt in or opt out. I think that's equally necessary. Um, I think that was what the controversial part of the whole deal was before them not knowing if they can opt in or out. Um, I'm worried for the player's safety um, because Corona is very much prevalent in Florida because we don't know what the heck Florida is doing in general with like the population. Um, they're always out of pocket, but so it's like, it's like, I think that this is the best possible situation, a shortened season in a, in a bubble. Um, I just wish the circumstances were better, but you know, you can't really ask for ideal circumstances during a global pandemic. So it's kind of like a catch 22. Yeah, I mean, I guess we're going to see, like, you know, the two soccer leagues are going back first. So they're going to be the little. Uh, it's not going to be able, I don't think that they're going to be able to have a genuine, like, survey of how it's going to be having sports because I don't think there's enough time between when soccer starts for yeah, yeah. for them to call down the WNBA to make a, um, to make a decision. <laughs> So it's going to be a free-for-all for the sports. And plus, they're all in very different areas. So, like, I think soccer is, what, in Utah or something. And so it's very different than Florida. Um, but but I know that viruses spread more in a warmer climate. So that's even – that's very scary, too. I, I'm just – I'm afraid for the players. I'm excited for them to get back to the court because some of them really have been looking forward to it. And I don't see really an alternative that's better than what's happening right now. So – you know, that's where I'm at with that. I'm just happy they're getting paid hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, if I was a player, I'd be more excited to go to Utah than Florida. I just I mean <laughs> nothing's gonna be ideal, middle of a pandemic. What can you do? What can you do? <laughs> well that's why it's weird because no, because I know the the women's league is going to the women's soccer league is going to Utah, but uh the MLS is going to Florida also. Mm-hmm. So it's like three leagues are going to Florida. Yeah, but, you know, it's either way, it's just a bubble. It's isolation. People are really fearing um, the thought of isolation in general because, you know, we've already been on a global shutdown for for so long. And then for to ask them to do that again, that's a lot. But again, what can you do in a global pandemic? (laughs) What is the alternative? I'm sure we've exhausted all the alternatives before they even pitched this idea. Vegas isn't even practical because, like, who's going to pay for that, especially if you're getting 100% of your salary? So it's just, like, it, it, <laughs> this is the best possible situation. But 
I, again, I feel it for the players. I'm glad that they have the option to opt in or opt out, um, and I want them to be safe. I still want their stories to be told. I hope they're, you know, holding it down on the court. I'm sad that I can't see them in person. I want to squeeze them, but we can't squeeze anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about, like, just during this whole, like, quarantine, like, one, what have you been doing, and, like, two, have you, like, learned anything new? I've been excessively running because I'm super competitive and I can't compete in any other way right now. So I'm on almost at 200 miles since May 10th. So that's a really, really fun for me to see that I can actually run. Like before May 10th, I never ran. That wasn't my thing. Um, but I've been doing a lot of running, preparing for a marathon, hopefully. Um, got a couple medals from it. So really happy about that. Um, and then just figuring out other ways to tell player stories. So whether they hit me up on the side and be like, I want to talk about this or me pitch to them something, um, that's what I'm focused on. Uh, and I still work every single day. So <laughs> a lot of people are talking about how they've been able to, you know, take this time for themselves, but I ne haven't necessarily been able to do that um, because of, you know, content doesn't stop just because the world does. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I would say, I mean, Besides going out places, I don't think my life has changed that much for uh, work-wise. But and I'm introverted. But I mean, it's also so funny. I'm sure you noticed. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. No, you go. I'm introverted, so like no, I don't can... mind being at home. Like I don't mind being at home. I just don't like being trapped. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like when somebody says you can't do something, then you want to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I don't know if, I think that's a lie. I don't know if you're introverted. I completely am. Like you, <laughs> it's funny because I'm like a functional introvert. Like Everybody it exhausts me to be around. No, but I, no, but I really am. I genuinely get tired being around a lot of people a lot of times, but like I, I can do performance-based things. That's what a lot of people don't know about me. Um, I'd rather perform or like work when I'm around people as opposed to just chilling around people. That's like the, that's like the difference. I'm, yeah, I see them. They said I'm outgoing. I am outgoing, but that doesn't have anything to do with me being extroverted because I never have been. So it's like outgoing introvert. I feel, I don't know. I just feel like everybody says that. So then I'm like, all right, but who's really introverted? Me, 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 because I have not felt the pressure <laughs> of being home during this pandemic. I'm literally like, okay, I'm home. So like, what's going on? I got you. Um, <laughs> what about, um, do you have like a mentor? I, ha I have several mentors. I, uh, I'm really proud of one of them in particular right now, Ebony K. Williams. That's my queen. I love her to death. Um, she has a new show on Revolt. So go her. And, and yeah, I've been, I've been following her throughout this whole time because she's been keeping me entertained with her content. Um, you know, LaChina has been keeping me sane and that's one of another one of my mentors and so I love LaChina too. Yeah, sorry if uh if I'm answering like if it sound if it seems like a delay too, because I don't know like sometimes I don't okay. know, it's been off and on. But uh yes. so do your mentors know that they're your mentors? Yeah. I think they more so think of themselves as my big <laughs> sisters. Like we, we have like a sisterhood relationship. Um, 
I never would be like, hey, mentor. And they would never be like, hey, mentee. But it's like a big little sister thing. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Ebony knows how much I adore her. LaChina knows how much I adore her. Roz knows how much I adore her. And we call on each other whenever we need. And I, I think that's dope to just have a tribe like that that's like a, a big sis, little sis thing. And whenever I need guidance, I go to them. And whenever they need something, they come to me. It's just a very mutual uh, benefit and mutual love. Yeah, I've only been asking that because people, a lot of people have been saying that that I've been interviewing. So, and then the answer is always uh, questionable if they know if it's their mentor or not. So no, it's kind of this, this is a very clear, this is very clear, like cut and dry. Like Latina, um, when I first started out, I was down in Atlanta with her and learning from her and like offering to fetch her bananas. And she's like, all right, sit down. So like, this is very much the, the relationship we've always had. Roz, it's more of like a, like a, a horizontal friendship but we call each other up whenever we need and and I'm, I'm always like trying to follow in her footsteps and and like learn from her and and she just you know we just have a genuine friendship so those those would be my mentors and ebony knows how much i adore her so that's that's there what about are you are you anybody's mentor right now i'm pretty sure i have a couple mentees running around but uh yeah a lot of college aides girls have reached out to me and I've been trying to help them and oh Renee um and I've been trying to help them as best I can I especially during this pandemic if anybody asked me to be on any of their platforms I I'd never say no um I think that it's dope that the younger generation is out here like pushing the needle moving it um creating creating their own um platforms creating their own mini talk shows and so I always want to help out with that however I can so my little mentee, shout out to all y'all. I gotcha. Um, what about going back to the WNBA? Uh, which, uh, I'll say, which three cities do you think need a team? Charlotte. Bring back Charlotte Sting. Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. I would move back home in a heartbeat if there was a WNBA team in North Carolina. I miss the South. I want a team there. There's every other professional um, sport there. Like, why not bring the WNBA back? That needs a, a team. I think that Houston needs the team just because of the legacy that they have. So shout out to the Comets. Um, bring them back. Houston could, you know, that, that could be like a resurgence and like the new, the new renaissance of the W. And then bring one to Toronto because Canada been begging for basketball for the past few years. So there you go. Fresh off an NBA championship. Like just throw, throw a WNBA team up there. So those are the three cities, Charlotte, Houston, and Toronto. Get them a team. <laughs> yeah, make it international. Mm -hmm. Um, any any NBA predictions? I like who's not. gonna win the championship? <laughs> <laughs> the NBA to me is just so. I'm uh, gonna go Lakers because you know I feel like a lot of other players are gonna opt out, and LeBron wants to play. There you go, Lakers. <laughs> I don't. There's NBA is not my beat. It's not my thing. I'm not going to even sit here and lie to anybody watching this thinks that I follow the NBA like that. I gave my service in the NBA by cheering, and that's about it. Um, but I'll go with Lakers just because a lot of players I know will probably opt out and then LeBron's playing. So. Um, well, someone just asked how about Vegas. Well, Las Vegas already has a team guys yeah they have, um, they have the 
What was I? Oh, I forgot what I was about to say. Um, about the something about that NBA. But don't uh, ask this one. You barking up the wrong track. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know it. I don't know. Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, like what? Like what do you? What do you want to like cover? Like how are you gonna how are you gonna cover this like WNBA season this year with with you probably not being able to go there? Okay, so what we've been doing this whole pandemic, right? We have access to players virtually, so I'm pretty sure the league is going to set up a situation where we can utilize um, Zoom and things for like media press things, and then I have personal relationships with more than a few players. So if they want their stories to be told, I'm sure I can talk to them and and get that out. Um, it's nothing for me to FaceTime them and just record it or um, set something up that way. A lot of teams are very, very generous with their time too. So like, I just want to be able to tell the stories. I'm going to obviously be watching all the games because first of all, that's like my life anyway. And second of all, I'm sure they're going to be airing more of them because there are no other live sports too. So um, yeah. And then I'm just following the game, covering it as best I can virtually and still sharing stories. Uh, I remember my question now. Who did you who did you think was going to win the the NCAA women's tournament if there was one? South Carolina. <laughs> All right. I was about to say I thought you were going to say uh, I thought you were going to say an answer. No. I was, South Carolina. There's, there's I, no but, but I wanted in 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 my head because you know general like alumni um, bias and and spirit. In my head, I wanted to say if you say it was going to make it to the final four, I don't necessarily agree with that. But like I, they would have made it to the elite eight. Shout out to them for winning the ACC tournament for the first time since 1990, and it's the first time in 10 years I didn't go to the ACC tournament, so I was pissed. I was pissed. But um, I'm just really happy that they won that. So that's what my focus is on this past NCAA season. I have everything bad that happened. NC State, go Pack, won. Um, the ACC tournament, so I'll bow, bow, bow. Yeah, well, I mean, you can say whatever you want because we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> you asked. You're the one who asked. <laughs> no, I mean, you could say you could say any team that could have won, and we'll never know, anyways. But <laughs> all right, um, yeah. What else? What like? What are your What are your future goals, just in general? Um, obviously, I'm sure. Stuff and stuff that you had planned out was canceled this year. So, uh, are you talking long term or short term? We'll do, we'll do both. Okay, so um, short term, I want to keep building up this women's platform at Bleacher Report. It's called Highlighter, um, Highlight Her, and mm-hmm. just just continuing to tell women's stories and getting that to a number that we're happy with, and then just you know keep spreading the, the word. My ultimate goal is to have a, a show with. Uh, female athletes and artists and just telling stories of dope women. So basically have highlight her, but like the network version or premium content version of it. Um, Because I really, really, I want to stay in the women's game. I want to stay on the women's side and continue to dig deep and get people to be vulnerable and get people to share um, their side because women's sports and women's anything is always underserved um joe budden has a podcast that well the pull up and i i love the way he's just able to talk candidly for hours with artists and that's what i want to do with players i just want to talk to them 
um, make them feel comfortable enough to share their stories with me. Um, it would be a safe space, but it obviously it will be broadcasted. Um, and just them being able to trust me fully, knowing that I would want their best interests um, at heart. And so, yeah, that's my that's my ultimate goal, just to kind of be the Oprah of the WNBA, the Oprah of the women's side of everything. All right. So that's the long term and the short term? It's the long term and the short term. That's I just want to tell their stories or whatever. That's it. That's it. That's all. Yeah, I like yeah, I like the uh, the rebrand of the highlight her also. Oh, thank you. It was a long time coming. Necessary, necessary. <laughs> yeah, I saw you're you're getting more. So, are you looking forward to like covering the women's soccer tournament? Yeah. So I'm learning other sports. Um, soccer yeah. really embraced me with open arms, and so I'm just gonna take that in stride. I've learned that the clock goes up and not down, and so I was talking to Elise LaHue about that, and <laughs> she's the GM uh, of the Sky Blue club but I uh, football club but I I am have a long way I have a long way to go before I learn soccer the rules of it I just did softball um, got a long way to go with that too but th these are life lessons and, and sports lessons that need to be learned because if my whole point is to grow the game the women's side um, that shouldn't be just what I'm used to I should be able to go out of my comfort zone and share all the stories Gotcha. Yeah, I saw I saw hockey too, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. I did that too. Hockey is a whole different ball game. So <laughs> hockey's a whole different ball game. I'm learning that too. I'm trying to learn everything. There you go. You got it. Um, yeah, and I saw you interviewed um, Clarissa Shields too. What was that like? Oh, I love her. She was so fun. We we did the, a little workout as we were interviewing. That's the that's the in person situations that I miss. I miss the when I can be in the same room as a player or as an athlete. And then like I'm pretty athletic myself. So like I love doing like workouts with them and doing interviews that way, that style. Or I love like being able to physically like be like react to things. I love to be able to catch somebody's vibe just like in person with me. Cause I think vibes are like priorities. Like if you don't match somebody's vibe then the whole interview can be off. And it, it could be really misconstrued through a screen, too. So, yeah, Clarissa was great. We we were punching. We were doing push-ups. We were doing core. And she was telling me how she was the greatest woman of all time. And I was like, go off, sir. Then she went and won. So, <laughs> she's undefeated. So, there's a lie. Spot the lie. Yeah, she has, like, a million belts, too, already. So, it's pretty crazy. Because she's, like, 20 – what is she, 20 – Erica McConaughey said I'm an elite athlete. Shut up, Erica. Erica is ridiculous. She said Ari's an elite athlete. I am not. I don't know. I miss I miss athletics. Anyway, so, pretty uh, crazy. But, um, yeah, like, but, I mean, well, I mean, we covered all the sports, too, but is there any other sport that you want to, like, learn about? I want to cover all-star cheerleading. That is my goal. I'm going to pitch to my gym. Um, I'm, I want to go to Worlds next year, whether it be competing and doing a vlog on behalf of Highlight Her 
or just covering it in general, but varsity is pretty like intense about like holding down the fort for coverage and they don't really let outsiders in. But I want to really cover the sport of cheerleading so people can understand how much it is a sport. Like there's quantifiable, there's like a point system. There's, we have worlds. More people go to cheerleading worlds than the Super Bowl. Um, there are different levels that you have. It's like now one through seven. Um, it's just an untold story that I see. And I'm like, I can capture this because I cheered for 20, how old am I? I'm 29. So I cheered for 25 years now. So like I, I have the credibility in that realm that, you know, if people are enthusiastic about gymnastics, they damn sure will love cheerleading because it's, it's gymnastics, it's acrobatics. It's, it's just a lot goes into it um, that, that people don't know. So that's what I want to add to my little repertoire. Yeah, well, you definitely, because you just said some terms that I, I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> the biggest competition in cheerleading has more uh, of an audience than the Super Bowl. That's what Worlds is. I might, I might have to look it up. <laughs> you should. <laughs> oh, yeah, what I saw, I think you were tweeting about the um, the Netflix show or the documentary type show about it. How was that? I'm sorry, I missed the question. What'd you say? I'm sorry, somebody called me. Uh, and I saw, I remember you were tweeting about the, the documentary show on Netflix about, uh, I think it's just Cheer, right? It's called Cheer. Yeah, Cheer. So, Navarro, they, they are in a different category than what NC State was because they're a junior college, but they're super good. There's two schools that are just completely dominant in NCA. They compete in NCA. So there's NCA and there's UCA. UCA is more traditional cheer. Like if you cheered for school your whole life, UCA is more your style. I did all-star cheerleading. So NCA is like what we do, National Cheerleaders Association. And it's, it's more of like all-star style, more flashy, less traditional. And so um, NCA is in April of every year. And then the, that's the collegiate nationals. The all-star nationals is in February. And all the schools go that are NCA schools and they compete. But Navarro for junior college is dominant. Like they have, I don't know how many championships. And then for like normal four-year colleges, Louisville, they always dominate, always. And in large co-ed and all-girl, it makes no sense. Um, small co-ed's more of an NC State thing. We have a couple of national championships for small co-ed, but um, yeah, people take cheerleading really seriously. I damn sure do. Um, and yeah, so that's basically what cheer showcased. It showcased the road to Daytona. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I've been meaning to check it out because I know, I think, I'm pretty sure it's the directors of Sorry. last year too that made it. <laughs> Yeah, it is. And it, and it's, but it's, a, yeah, it's, like, su it's such a good show. It's such a good show. I just can't watch like any shows just because like, I don't have the attention span to like watch TV. Like, I don't know. It's bad. <laughs> what else is there to do right now? Uh, just a lot of work. Just random stuff. Ah, I see. I see. Millions of interviews. I did like. Mm -hmm. 60 of these things and other ones on my other podcast <laughs> so yeah I've been I've been keeping busy mm -hmm. um, I mean I guess in the future of WNBA if everything goes back to uh, quote unquote normal mm -hmm. what, what would you like to see in like the 2021 20, season 
I like to see more in-person attendance. I, I mean, obviously more than this year, but like increase because the energy around the WNBA <laughs> is so high right now. Um, I'd like to see people put their money where their excitement is and actually go to games. I'm really excited about um, New York, that franchise. There's going to be a renaissance of New York. They have a new ownership. They have new coaching. They have a new team. They, you know, set up to have a new franchise player. They're going to have a new location. Like Barclays is lit. Like Barclays is super lit. And I can't wait to see how Barclays takes them under their wing and makes them that, like gives them that gritty Brooklyn feel. Um, it's just a new resurgence of like exciting times. Um, so that's going to be super fun. That's going to be super fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously that was, that's why I was disappointed too because you know New York Liberty were going to Barclays, so I thought that would like you know change. I thought that would definitely change just like the attendance in general. I mean, it will. Like when when the Libs were at MSG, I remember we used to sell out because they only opened the lower bowl. We used to sell out the lower bowl. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like Libs ever suffered with attendance when they were in the main part of the city. They didn't. Um, so just to see everybody be able to go to Brooklyn with a new set, like a new pride gonna be fire yeah yeah definitely what about um just like ncaa wise next year um like what what teams are you looking out for um i want to see how oregon's going to uh maintain their their greatness next year without sabrina mm -hmm. and satu um i'm looking forward to seeing don staley finish what she wants you know, again, and bring back 2017 to 2021. I'm looking forward to seeing if UConn can get another national championship. I'm looking forward to seeing um, how the ACC is going to function um, this year. Because, you know, you see, like, ACC, I'm used to being, like, top tier, but you see the SEC creeping up, and then Pac-12 came out. You know, pac is always in, but, like, it's always in, like, ACC and Pac-12, but then you have the SEC. So, like, I, I just want to see how the power conferences do. I want to see if this uh, – the ACC made a motion to play HBCUs uh, in January. So, I want to see how that's going to be. Um, there's a lot that I have look, to look forward to for NCAA. I think NCAA is super exciting. There's energy around those teams. Um, there's genuine fandom around the NCAA. So, um and I can't wait to see the games if there are, <laughs> because like now it's just like with recruiting and training and like preseason and we never know how the coronavirus is going to come into play with that too. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting if there's a college football season. So I think, yeah, I don't know who that, I, everything's up in the air now, but um, what mm -hmm. about like from a perspective, how do, how do you feel about, just uh, like players make going to be able to make money off their likeness in college. I think starting twenty twenty one. I think it's dope. Well, uh, I, I my, guess in my, various states. Yeah, my my biggest argument was always like, how can you properly uh, allot the money? How can you properly distribute the money? Um, but if yeah. they're basing it off their like likeness, then I think that that's dope. Like, let the players benefit, let them profit and see, see how it goes because there are players that the, the school is like making so much bank on like off the backs of so just seeing them um have the ability to profit i think that's only right it's only fair so it's not run like a freaking slave ship so there you go 
I'm, I, I want to see how the reaction to it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely – I mean, it's especially dope for, like, the players that are not necessarily going to go pro because mm-hmm. then they can actually make some money. Some of them are really popular enough to make a lot of money probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty interesting to see. Especially see the hometown heroes. You have the hometown yeah. heroes that ne- aren't necessarily league ready and probably will never make a league, but they, mm-hmm. their jersey sells out and they're in their own school because they're so popular there. And so, yeah, what you were saying, I just can't wait to see how that plays out for them. Yeah, they'll be on the, just on the, the local, uh, like, restaurant mm-hmm. and, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, so that'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I think uh, that's all the questions I got for you. Um, appreciate you coming on. And yeah, I guess I'm looking forward to seeing this bubble. Yeah, see- aren't we all? I'm looking forward to Obviously, as a fan, like, honestly- I just, Hey, Renee. But no, I'm looking forward 20. to seeing, because that's when they have to opt in by. So I'm like, ooh, who about to do it? Who, who not? Like, I'm messy, so I like I like stuff like that. <laughs> uh, so my last my last question is: Do you have any question uh, or a question or any questions for me? Why don't we get your hot takes? Who do you have winning it all? Who do you have as MVP? Who do you have as player uh, rookie of the year, most improved player? Since you want to grill me in the beginning, don't ask the reporter if she has questions. I always have questions. Okay. Uh, all right. Um... The rookie of the year. Uh, the rookie of the year. I'll just go. I'll just go basic and say Sabrina. Uh, the championship. I'll say. Uh, I'll say. I'll say. I'll say Connecticut mm-hmm. versus Phoenix. Uh, you think Phoenix is gonna have a full by You think Phoenix, you think Phoenix is gonna have a full team though? You think Phoenix? You think Phoenix is gonna have this star player? I'm just asking. I'm not. I'm not making any assumptions because I don't want nobody to fight me. Yeah. But, but you, you think Phoenix is gonna have yeah, their think, team? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Then what was the other one? Uh, MVP. MVP. The MVP of the league. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with Natasha Howard since she was the defensive player of the year last year. Well, okay. Bold. <laughs> Did you like that? Time. I'll write no, it down. Hey, you answered it. You <laughs> answered. Write mine down too because I never, I never get held accountable for my my takes throughout the season. So yeah. I'll. You know. I mean, so- well, out of the one, two, three, four, five, the five questions I asked you last year, I, I'd say you got two and a half right. And that was in March. That was before Which even pretty, preseason. That, that's what I'm saying. So that was good. Especially the finals. That was pretty impressive. I do that this. Impressive. I do this. <laughs> All right, well, hold on. Don't report. Uh... No, he was quoting me. Justice was quoting me. That's all he was doing. All right. Well, again, appreciate it. Um, we'll be talking. You know, you can hit me up whenever if you need anything. Um, and yeah, have a good one. Thank you for having me. All right. I'll see you. All right. Bye.